Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast is song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast is song. This is temporary. It's not for long. We did it! Episode 10! Double digits. My name's Garner Andrews, that's Bryce Kelly sitting right over there. Um, I'm really excited about this episode of Top Ranking Podcast because we debut a brand new feature called Cash in Hand. This is where we ask our celebrity interviewers how much money they have on their person at that moment. I really like our ongoing streak of asking... Hardworking musicians and artists, absolutely nothing to do with their craft. Uh, I've one, asked I've asked actors before how much money they made for. Were you remember I asked? Um, oh, didn't you ask a guy on SNL? I asked him. Um, that was Chris Kattan. Right. I asked him one. Hey, how much do you make for an episode of uh, SNL? And I think he told me it was about four thousand dollars U.S. per made. episode. I think so. That's probably when you're up rent, when you're one of the featured characters. Oh, boy. Yeah. And 4000 it sounds like a lot, but 4000 in New York doesn't take you very far. And it's like that's a short season, that show, too. Right. They don't do that every single week. I mean, I'm not feeling sorry for the cast members on SNL. And I also asked David Putty. What, uh, oh, yeah. Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Who played David Putty on Seinfeld. I asked him how much he made... Per episode of Seinfeld, and I was shocked at how much it wasn't. I can't remember what the number was, but it was maybe that SNL-type money. Wow, which is crazy, because he was a pretty major character. Well, he wasn't a main character, but well, he was Well, he was a, one of the best. He was one of the better characters, that's for sure. God, I love that guy. So anyway, Cash in Hand is the name of the feature, and this time we're doing it with Max, who is the lead singer from a band called Arkells. Perhaps you've heard of them. Yeah, it'll already be his second go-around on top-ranking podcasts, so... He's a top-ranking friend. You're listening to the Top-Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly from Sonic 1029. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing to give back to society? Well, you know, I try to be a better person. I try to lead through example and positive thinking. Mm, sure. Yeah, if, there's, if one thing comes to mind when I think about Bryce Kelly, it's positive thinking. Yeah. I Not just, cynicism, skepticism, none of that. No, no. My no. positive outlook and beaming smile is what I contribute. You know what I contribute, Bryce Kelly? I contribute my time. Some people, okay. some people pledge a certain number of hours every year to volunteer for a charity or something like that. I pledge a certain amount of minutes every year that I will... I will go out of my way to waste the time of a telephone solicitor or a phone scammer. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you know, dish out soup or Mm -mm. something like that. No, no, this is far more important. Okay, waste time of telemarketers. Yep. Your business has been pre-approved for a small business loan. This opportunity is straightforward and very simple. If you are the owner or decision maker and have been in business for at least three months, we can get you approved for a loan with no collateral, no minimum payments, and no loan payback schedule. And the best part is you decide how you use the money for your business. The information is free, so to learn more, press 1 now. I think you're calling business services. <laughs> Good morning. Are you interested in getting a cash advance for your business? Mm-hmm. May I take that as a yes? 
Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I am. All right, great. How long have you been in business? Oh, just shy of 14 years. Okay. And what's your current monthly revenue, approximately? Oh, God, it's a lot. Like between $60 and $70, but I could, yeah, I could always use more. I have this idea for, uh, <laughs> for a business, and it's, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, do I share the idea with you right now? Uh, no, no, no. That's not my department. I'm just going to take some basic information about your business, oh, and then I'll connect you with the person that will ask that information, okay? But don't you want to know if my idea is at least good first before you take all my personal information? That sounds lovely, sir. But Actually, you know what? I'm so excited. I'm just going to tell you about it. I probably shouldn't be, but uh, I got this idea. I don't know where you're calling from, but where I live, there's um, uh, waves of violent crime, especially people knifing each other. And I thought to myself, what if we created something called Nerf Knife, where you get the satisfaction of stabbing somebody, but there's no harm, no foul. Because the knife is made of... Ner- Actually, we even... I, I even produced a jingle for the radio commercials for it. I'm going to play it for you, okay? Personally, I will be penalized second. if I'm asking this information without the permission. Quiet. Nerf knife. Nerf knife. Nerf knife. That's why we say the name of the podcast and the radio station so you hopefully remember to listen again. Please listen again. Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly on Sonic 129. A couple of weeks ago on the radio show, Bryce, we were talking about how Disneyland, Disney World, it's become a real problem where people are going there and dumping their loved ones' ashes because they always loved it there. Yeah, it's a little weird for the happiest place on earth really to be covered in a fine coating of dead people. <laughs> yeah, and they uh, they even have a code word for it. Uh, we got a HEPA cleanup, a HEPA cleanup in the Haunted Mansion. And oh. that is just code for they need the special vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much, so many red flags with this story. One, dumping your ashes at a place that really is for kids is weird. Mm-hmm. And really just taking a loved one's ashes and dumping them anywhere where there is a strong likelihood they're going to get vacuumed up in a few minutes? Well, I know they will get vacuumed up. Like, they, they, your your mom is going to end up in a Dyson at Disneyland. <laughs> Do you really think that's where she wanted to spend her eternity? Yeah, when you sprinkle those at sea or in the forest or the Grand Canyon, like, they're going to stay there. No one's vacuuming the uh, ocean. That can go bad for you, too, though. As we heard, many, many people got in touch with the show and told stories. The one guy, he said that he, his father died, and then him and his daughter and some other family members, she was 17 years old at the time, the daughter, and they went and they, they wanted to scatter his ashes at several significant locations that the dad really liked. And on the very first stop, they started dumping, and the wind came up, and she got a mouthful of grandpa. <laughs> so the takeaway here is uh, be sure to check the wind direction and close your mouth, or next thing you know, you'll be buying a toothbrush in a sketchy bas- uh, gas station. Oh, man. Yeah, it's probably worth licking your finger and sticking that thing up to see which way the breeze is going. Also heard from somebody who works in the funeral industry, and she said... 
it's a common misconception that when you put somebody in the, uh, you know, you cremate a body, that it just all turns into a fine, fine ash. And she said, mm-mm, nope. Oh, boy, you got to put that thing through a little sieve or something? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> well, I always think about that. And this is, oh, I don't even know if I should say this out loud. Mm-hmm. But every time I see it in movies, and it is, you know, it is ashy. And I'm like, and I'm like, are there teeth in there? Yeah, there's teeth in there. Like, I, I can't imagine everything just goes up in flames. No. Ooh, well, that took a dark turn. Top ranking podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Well, coming off of that, we need something a little lighthearted, Bryce. Yeah, we need to up the mood here because talking about dead people apparently brought down the room. Sure did. It's in day-to-day life, you quite often, you find yourself, it's one of those cases of the grass is greener. You look at other people doing jobs and you go, man, I wish I was that guy. He's got zero stress in his life. Yeah. You know, you come from a hard day's work, you're driving home and you just start thinking of what, what else could I be doing that wouldn't bring me this stress? Yeah. I discovered what my job will be one day when I get spit out by the podcasting business. <laughs> when the wheels fall off. When the wheels come off the train. You know what I'm going to do? I perceive this as the least stressful job on the planet. High school janitor. But not the daytime janitor. Okay. The nighttime janitor. Oh. Yeah, because the daytime janitor is going to see and deal with some things. Oh, you're going to get called names. Gotta get, you have to have a PhD in carrying around sawdust to cover yeah. up puke. But the nighttime janitor, he's the guy that gets to stand on that weird little hallway Zamboni thing and drive up and down the hallways, and he polishes the floor. He's got the music on. Oh, what's that? It's break time, and it's 1130 at night, and the gym coach left a rack of basketballs out in the gym? Of course you're going to stand there and just drain threes for half an hour. (laughs) That would be a dream, to clean a school after hours. You don't have to deal with the kids. You don't have to deal with teachers, parents, anybody. You just walk. That place is yours for the whole night. And there is something pretty enticing about that. I think for me, and this one, I don't know. There are some downsides. uh, But I've always looked at the romantic side of being a garbage man. Like the guy that stands (laughs) on the back of the truck? or First of all, standing on the back of a truck like that looks awesome. Pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. And then those guys, you don't take your work home with you. No. When you clock out, you're done. You don't, <laughs> you're not bringing garbage home. <laughs> you're not laying in bed at night going, could I have done a better job at the McGillicuddy's house? No, you have one job and it is to throw trash in the back of a truck. And then I remember years ago, you did a thing where you just had people calling in talking about how much money they make. Oh yeah, yeah. And garbage guys, they do pretty well for themselves. Didn't we have a garbage man on who said he was making like 90000 or or hundred grand a year driving a garbage truck? The guys, yeah, who drive trucks, who just have the arms and you just go to, you don't even have to get out of the car. Those guys, I think, are paid by how much they gather. Wow. So, so the more you work, which for me wouldn't be much, but the more, the harder you work, you, you can earn six figures. Yeah, but how do you feel when you go home that night and realize that you dumped a couple of guys into the back <laughs> of your truck? <laughs> It happens, Bryce. It would only take one to ruin that for you. <laughs> but hanging on the back of a garbage truck, then leaping out and just throwing bags in. Oh. Hoping that girls are watching, seeing how easily you're picking up those garbage bags. Do they they don't even do that anymore? It's probably like a health and safety thing now. You can't ride on the back. You can't firemen can't even ride on the back of a fire truck anymore. God. 
safety. <laughs> Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's not the best podcast, but at least we uploaded something. Hey, Bryce, an important question for you. Hit me. Halloween is, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago now, and yeah. we're still kind of talking about it? Yeah, it, it, Halloween's one of those ones that takes a long time to fade away. There's a lot of pregame and a lot of postgame when it comes to Halloween. I'd say there's even more postgame than pregame. Well, there's a lot of pregame. The postgame now, though, is I have a theory that fewer and fewer kids are going trick-or-treating. But we're still buying the same amount of candy that we always... And that's why there's so much leftover candy at your house. And when you come into the office, there's candy everywhere. Because trick-or-treating can't last forever. When you think about it, this is a terrible message to send to seven- and eight-year-olds that for one night a year, you can go ring the doorbell of the creepy peta, the creepy guy that lives at the end of the cul-de-sac and ask him for free candy. What a weird message. Yeah, you know how you sit around a dining room table and Grandpa says something a little blue? Mm-hmm. And everyone just looks at each other and you're just all like, ooh, hey, he's from a different era. He's from a different time. He's set in his ways. Yeah, and so I think there will be a time that a couple generations from now, when we're that old man at the table, yeah, and we're telling, like, oh, we used to go down the street to strangers' houses and get candy, and then we ate it. And they'll be like, oh, jeez. It's it sort a, of it was a different time back yes, then. Yeah. It's sort of like how when you're sitting around now with your mom and a bunch of her friends and family and she starts talking about how much she drank and smoked when she was pregnant with you. Yeah. How seatbelts are really just a recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. That's how people that's how people will look at trick or treating in 20, 30 years. I have a question for you. Now that uh, Halloween is over, how much uh, leftover candy do you got? Yeah, Halloween was like, what, a week ago now? And we still have a ton of Halloween candy at home. Yeah. I feel like trick-or-treating is going out of style. If you if you think about it, it's a confusing message to send to a child that for one night a year you can go bang on the pedophile. You can go bang on a stranger's door and ask for candy. Yeah, hey, like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, you know, it's, it's like, all right, you know that creepy house down at the end? They got the best candy. Yeah. Like, look at those decorations. They keep them up all year round. Like, I I still, I feel like we still got, I don't know, 40 or 50 trick-or-treaters, but that's probably half of what we used to get. Our our neighborhood's getting older, too, so maybe there aren't as many young kids around. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and you can tell, too, when you go to work the day after Halloween because everybody just dumps their candy in the kitchen here. There was a mountain of Halloween candy here at Sonic. <laughs> There's also a new category of diabetes, too. Workplace onset diabetes, thanks to leftover Halloween candy. That's awesome. That sounds pretty good. Like, especially if everyone, it's not just your candy, which is like, I bought a box of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It's everyone's candy. So it's like, why go trick-or-treating when I can just go to work the next day? Yeah, it's like going out to a pub with a group of seven or eight friends and just eating off of everybody's plate. Yeah, everybody orders a different appetizer. Exactly. Top Ranking Podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Top Ranking. I like the conversation that was happening this week because it hit a little close to home for me. It was the one where people were talking about overstepping boundaries. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the text that got us started talking about this? That's the one that hit a little close to home. It was the one where the guy called. He was getting, what was it? He was getting a haircut. And uh, like most guys, when they're kind of wrapping up the barber, whoever, 
goes down and kind of does the bottom of your neck. Where yeah, your, the nape, Bryce. Yes, where your shirt collar is. Yeah. And then... <laughs> this, this guy said she pulled his collar back, and then the trimmers just plunged into the depths of his back. <laughs> and she was laughing about how hairy his back was. That one bothers me Ooh. so much. My favorite part, though, of his text was, though, uh, haircut looks great, but I don't know that I'll go back. That's a tough one. That one is a little invasive. Yeah. And because I think for as long as I can remember, I they've always gone right down. And I think that's a contributing factor to a lot of guys having a lot of hair back there. Ooh. Is that they start young, start cutting that hair down there, and then over time it just starts growing thicker and fuller. I remember once going for a haircut when I used to when I used to get haircuts, Bryce. And the girl, she took the little trimmer thing and she dabbed inside my ears. Ooh. That was that was over the line for me. I thought, what? I know she was just trying to do me a solid, but at the same time, it was like a gut check I wasn't prepared for. Yeah, and then you start looking like, oh, man, is everyone seeing this? Am I yeah. the only one getting treated this way? But for her to put those clippers down his back, and because to properly shave a back, you have to go tarps off. Yeah. That thing has to be popped off, and you have to go over every square inch of that back. And for her, she didn't go, shirt stayed on, so she just did a couple passes down there. And so there's going to be a lot of hairy back and then a couple streaks where it's, <laughs> the hair has been removed. It's sort of like looking at um, like a Brazilian rainforest where they've just started clear cutting. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. The project started and was abandoned halfway. Uh, a story about overstepping boundaries, guys. I used to work at a vet clinic. I was going over a patient's medication with the owner. She was very intently staring at me, so I figured she was listening. When I finished and asked if she had any questions, she told me that she was a Mary Kay rep and that she has some products that will, in her words, fix my face. <laughs> I, I used to struggle with acne. I was stunned. I had no response and said, no, thank you. I was already self-conscious. She didn't help. Fix your face. Yeah. Those are three words that will devastate. That will ruin anyone's day. Hmm. That is a tough one. <laughs> Do we have time for one other one? Sure. Uh, let's go. Oh, this one right here. Garn, when I was 20, I bought my first house. I had to have a couple of roommates. No problem. The one roommate, a female that I didn't really know that well at the time, went on vacation in Mexico and before she left, helped herself to three or four of my swimsuits, bikinis, and a one-piece. I didn't realize she had borrowed them until she got back, and I saw them hanging on a drying rack in the laundry room. She never said a word. Nothing. That's not something you borrow from a roommate without asking. <laughs> we, I think what we need to do is we need to start a new list of things that should never be shared. Let's put swimsuits on the list right between contact lenses and toothbrushes yeah anything that goes downstairs underwear swim shorts bikini bottoms those should probably be one person's use only okay what would you borrow a friend's bike i suppose i would but there's a there's a separation there mm -hmm. yeah we're not we're not resting on the same thing what about a unicycle bryce that's even more intimate <laughs> <laughs> would you borrow a friend's unicycle? If he unicycled naked, probably not. No. As long as he, he's wrapped up down there, we're good. From the makers of Sonic 1029, it's top-ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's a brand new feature on the show, Bryce Kelly. It's called Cash in Hand. Mm, I like this one. 
Yeah, it, this is where when we talk to famous people now, we're always going to ask them, hey, how much money you got on you? <laughs> and find out who in the room has the most money on. I always find it interesting when you see, I don't know, like a rock star up on stage and maybe you can see a faint outline of his wallet and you're like, huh, well, how much money he has in that wallet? Yeah, when you see Paul McCartney, because that guy has done pretty well for himself. He's done okay. That, like, how, does he carry cash? The answer is he either has a lot and he doesn't even think of it. Or he has nothing because he I think has people he just, that, do it, that yeah. buy things for him. He would have people following him around just paying for stuff. Yeah. Or he probably, we've discussed this before too, is the more famous you become, the more free stuff you get, which makes no sense. And how, what does that extend to? Like if Paul McCartney were to walk into a subway, is he getting a full foot long for free? Mm. Probably is. Or would they just comp him the six inch? <laughs> so 50%. And then he has to pull out a 10, 10 bucks to cover yeah. the rent. So I'm fascinated by, in particular, rock musicians. How much money do they have? But all celebrities. And Next time we have the mayor on, guess who we're asking? Hey, how much money you got on you? Yeah, we're not going to rob them. We're just curious. Yeah. And so this one, uh, good old Canadian boy, already a friend of the podcast, Max from Markel's. Making his second appearance on the podcast already. Which is weird because he's on the road right now. I think he's calling from Philadelphia. Okay. Playing down there. And so, Kat, and so we're going to go through, ask him how much he has, and then maybe we'll see who has the most of the three of us. Okay. Well, I know it won't be you. Probably not. Do you have any money on you? I don't care. I never carry a lot of cash anymore. Hmm. Well, I got my wallet in my pocket. I don't know what's in there, but I'll count it out on the podcast here. Okay, so we got Max. And Max, how much do you have in your wallet right now? Oh, let me look. I usually don't have that much uh, cash, but I usually have like, no cash, but I'm going to flush right now. Let me see. Okay. I have uh, 40 uh, Canadian dollars, all in $10 notes. And then, okay, it can be deceiving because American money all looks the same to me. So I have 20, 22, 23, 28, 29, 39, 49 American dollars. So what's that? So 40 Canadian, 49 American. You know, that's almost 100 Canadian dollars altogether, I guess. Okay. 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 That's... Uh... Um, but here's the thing. Are we counting American money? Because we can't compete in that arena. We're not carrying American cash. No. So I don't know what the conversion rate is right now. It's not great in our favor. So 49 American, I'm pretty sure, is about $1,000 Canadian. Probably. It's somewhere around there. He's doing okay. That's a pretty in impressive stack of cash you got there. So 40 Canadian. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. And for a guy who never has any cash, you know, you know what happens? You, you get these uh, when you're on tour – Often, if there's no venue catering, you'll, you'll get some cash handed to you to be able to buy your food somewhere. So uh, that's why I think I'm a little flush with with American dollars at the moment. Um, how much you have in your in your pocket right now? Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, do you want to go first? Okay, so I'll open up mine. Are, let's be clear, though. Are we doing just Canadian? Or are we doing Canadian and American? I just have Canadian. Okay, let's just do Canadian then. Okay. So he won't count his American. So he no. had 40? He has 40 Canadian. He said he has four $10 bills. Okay. looks like I have about, about 25. 25? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm impressed with that. Uh, hang on a second here. I have a little secret compartment in this wallet too. Good to know. Where I keep a 10 spot. You know, my mad money. 
Just in case. Just in case. If this was a contest over who has the most random coins by their front door, I think I would win that one. I have three 20s. I have $60. Oh, so you have the most. Woo! Yeah! So does this mean I get everybody's money now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll mail you my money. Totally means that. Oh, man. Were you expecting me to have more or less? I was expecting you to have none. <laughs> That's fair. I usually don't have anything with me. Like, I'm just, like, constantly losing stuff. I really, like, it's gotten, it's gotten to be so pathetic where it's like I need a handler, basically, just to be like, Max, did you remember your backpack? Did you remember your computer? Like, did you remember to wear a jacket? Like, it's kind of getting to that point. It's, it's not good. My family's disappointed. Well, I'm impressed, although the one thing I could tell based on you counting it out, that you don't have it in a sequential order, the size of your bills, and yeah. that, that was driving me a little crazy. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I definitely don't. I mean, I have a very, I very much have a Costanza wallet. Like, I can't sit down with it kind of thing, you know? It's like too, <laughs> it's too full of, like, cards and junk. Okay. That's not bad. So he had uh, 40 Canadian, 49 American, but as he explained... That's mostly because they had to hand it to him because they didn't have any other food for him. If we were playing this game in the United States, he would have won. But we're not. We're playing it here in Canada. Where I win! Send me your money, Max. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Special thanks to USS for the temporary podcast theme song. Find them online at ussmusic.com. Guests of Top Ranking Podcast stay at my mom's basement because we're in a budget and she gets lonely. Two birds.